Hello? Oh my god! You can hear me! And see me! Oh, uh, a wizard trapped me in this mirror. I've been stuck here for so long. You've got to help me. Oh, gosh. He might come back at any minute. Uh, you've got to be quick. Um, I got ensorcelled in here when he was reading from one of those books up there on the shelf. And over to the left, over to the left. Yes, yes, that one. Oh, the spell was wrapped up in all this some sort of story. Please, just, just start from the beginning. Read it. Okay, skip to the middle a little bit. All right. Yeah, around there. I think that's... Just, just read it. All right. Yeah, I think it... I think it was coming up soon. Hello, and welcome back to Fate and Fables. My name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter, we listened as Constantine and Perseverance defeated a scout party from a horde of gnolls that were roaming the mountain. Saving the lives of a pair of hunters, Abe and Rayland from the lowlands. The duo, after camping a bit to recover their strength, climbed up to the shining marble temple of the stars. Heeding the words of a stone archway they passed further down the mountain, they waited for the dawn's light to illuminate the temple. Glinting in the morning dawn, they walked through the halls and into the atrium wherein an injured but no less majestic silver dragon bathed in a pool of crystal clear water. We join them now as they humbly bow in her presence. This is chapter five of the Moon Peak Pilgrimage. As you bow before the silver dragon, her head lifted maybe 10, 15 feet above you, looking down at you. The light shimmering about the room as it glances off the watery pool that she lies in. You hear a voice ring out and it echoes about the chamber. Please, rise. You hear the strain in her voice. Um, even though it is sort of, it trembles with an energy that both of you know to be a deep magic, magical force. Um, it's still, her, her voice is shallow. It, there's, there's something a little bit uncanny about the way she speaks. And as you both raise your heads to look up at her, you start to notice even more that she has sort of deep wounds about her neck, sort of like where her scales are darker. Some of them are like falling away. It's not quite that shimmery silver. It, it's mm. not shining. You see these wounds across, the uh, across her wrists. You see her wings are withered almost. They're, they're, there's not a, although, it seems like where the water splashed against her, she starts to shine and shimmer her silver scales, um, casting the light off. You do notice that she, you can see her ribcage. Um, the actual she, bone of her ribcage? Not the bone, the... but like through the scales, you can see the outline. Oh, she's okay. emaciated. She's, she's, seems withered. Um, as, as we raise up from the bed, our eye snaps up to look at her. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, get some. I open my bag of rations, the offcuts of elk that I got from um, uh, Farley, mm. and I lay them before um, before Cordelia. 
mm. offering these rations, all of my rations to her. As you do this, um, you hear some splashing mm. um, as a small figure, maybe about two and a half feet tall, um, wades through the pool and clambers out over on the edge, lifting itself up with its small little arms. It is a dark red scaly creature. Um, it Do has we recognise the creature? Head. Um, make a knowledge nature check. Nature. Mm. Delicious. Nine. Nine. Twenty-five. Hey. So, Constantine, you maybe have heard of one of these, but you've not seen one that looks the same um, as this. It sort yep. of looks mm, similar. Um, whereas uh, Perseverance, you recognize this to be a cobalt. Are they native to the moon people? Uh, cobalt, you would know, are creatures that dwell near presences of great magic um, and will often change to reflect the nature of that magic. So many of the cobalts on the moon peaks um, used to be silver scaly and were... Um, sometimes they were even furry when other magical creatures that had fur, these uh, old long-lost beasts of the mountains. Um, but they can look... They can change their form drastically. Um, but this one you recognise acutely as a cobalt. Um, and as you start, Constantine, uh, taking out um, these rations from your bags, like strips of meat, um, and what, what, what other things were in your rations... Um, some dry jerky-like yeah. stuff. Um, nothing too much. Like, the, the freshest stuff was the, um, the elk offcuts that I mm. got from Farley. And those were all eaten. That's, yeah, pretty Long much gone in the last few nights. Um, so you, you place forth these rations, um, and the cobalt seems to, like, sc- scamper forward. <laughs> I... Kind of, I'm, I'm taken aback that the kobold is taking them, and I'm like, these are for Cordelia. This isn't your home, kobold. I you should be a different color. I'm a servant of Cordelia. Cordelia, is this true? Um, you see that her head has lowered, so now that it is sort of just lying on the ground, um, um. almost like a sad canine, uh, with its head, with her head sort of like resting gently across um, the lip of the edge of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making my way over to her head. As you move towards her, you see her eyes blink once, slowly. Um, and the cobbled speaks to you, Constantine, and mm. its head whipping back and forth between the two of you. I am a servant of Cordelia, and I... She is too tired. She is exhausted. I just want to hear it from her. She is struggling. I just need a yes or a no. Um, blink once for yes, blink twice for no. I just need to know. You, you, you hear a noise from her that's almost like a laugh of like... <sighs> yes. Okay, you're fine. Um, and I just want to come up to her and just very gently just place my hands on the front. How big is she compared to me, her head? Her head is maybe... Four, uh, like maybe two and a half feet wide, three, four feet long. I just, I want to rest my hands. 
just against the top part of her snout and just rest my forehead against the front of her nose. And she closes her eyes. As you're doing that, Constantine walks to the edge of the pool of water. Yeah. Puts his hand in with the um, silver and sapphire ring in the water. Mm. And um, makes a small prayer to Sehenine. Um Is there anything specific you say in your prayer? Yes. Um, I say, uh, Sehenine, with all of your great healing wisdom and power, please grant the ability to heal, revive, and refresh the great Cordelia, the Star Wing. And as he finishes that prayer, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. Okay. So, as you say this prayer, the, with your hand submerged in the water, your silver ring with the blue sapphire set into it, you see your hand almost shimmer as the water reflects the light, ref, ref, refracts the light, mm. and uh, the sapphire sort of grows more vibrant in colour, and you almost hear the sound of a flowing river briefly. Um, And just as you do this, with your hands clasped either side of Cordelia's head, you cast a heal. Uh, What, what, how much does she heal for? Uh, She gets seven hit points back. So you see some smaller wounds upon her, Um, a gash across her shoulder that looks fresh. You see it to be like almost four different claws ripped into it. Uh, Four different claw marks dragged across it and there seems to be like a cut across her ribs um, that looks very clean and there's even some some blood that's sort of spilling into the water just very very faintly um, and it seems as the blood goes into the water it disperses and disappears and it still remains crystal clear. Um, The kobold seems to be like rushing between you and and you feel it almost like tugging on your leg perseverance. She needs her rest. Um, I know how to look after creatures. I don't know. It's my job. She is not a creature. She is one of the most magnificent creatures I've seen. I think I know. I'm going to get her some food. She hasn't eaten. I have things I need to do. Can you help me? (laughs) Um, We need to go hunting now. You, please, if you just give her a moment, she may be able to... I will. We can do this outside. Constantine, can you help? We need to do something. Perhaps with the healing we have provided... That is just to soothe her for a short amount of time, but we can't exactly just heal... that I have provided, we need to give... Look at the size of her. We need to give time to the healing process. Yes, she also needs food. She can't just have these rations. She needs more. She needs to rest before the energy exerted needed to eat. She might need the energy to eat, but it's useless if she has the energy and the food's not here. We can leave and get some food. She can rest, but we have to do it now. And I need your help. Can you, can you please listen to me, okay? I, Cordelia has been attacked. Really? Who's I? Cordelia and I, as we arrived here, as we escaped from a prison that Cordelia was held in, 
and we have returned to her lair, to her home. We found an intruder here. An intruder who Cordelia fought and repelled, but is still out there. Do you know who this intruder might be? I Are don't... they near? I'm not sure. They they must be... They, they can't have gone far. It was only a matter of... What did it look like? It was a... It was a... It was a person. It was like a knight. A human? I don't know. I can't see as well. It was all a blur, but it wasn't just a human. It was also... Uh, this other creature, I'd never seen it before. I, I don't know what it's called. How I'd... quickly did it move? Fast, it flew. Uh, with what claws it... and teeth and... and teeth? It, it, it just attacked and then they they left. I Do, do you think that if, if we go searching for some food, perhaps, that I was, you will be safe? I with... was... Can I, I'm sorry, I was... I was out looking for food. I was trying to hunt for rabbits or anything I could find and? to feed Cordelia. And I did find some, but by the time I got back, I saw them flee. But I didn't get a good look. And when I started trying to talk to Cordelia, she was too far gone, which is why I managed to convince her to use her last strength to get into Sayanin's pool. She was talking me through how to do this. I am so... This poor kobold is, like, shaking... Um, you can tell that it is uh, the way that it looks at Cordelia. It is so sworn to this dragon, devoted, de- so devoted, yeah. but is struggling. Mm. And you can see it shake in its hands. Little kobold, what is your name? Tired. 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 You you seem very devoted to your your mistress, uh, Cordelia here. I am sworn to her. If, if if we leave you two to look after one another, to hunt, to bring back some food for the benefit of you both, will yes. you be capable of protecting Cordelia while we go on this errand of at least food while hunting? We hunt, at least for you. Do you think we have enough time to hunt? Who are you? We we are here on to a help. pilgrimage. Yes, no, I trust you. I wouldn't trust you if Cordelia didn't trust you. I, I have been searching my whole life to align myself Call to him a Constantine great... Constantine and Perseverance, if you must know. I want to align myself, Constantine. Ignatius Constantine wants to enli- align himself with Great Silver Dragon for shame of my own lineage. It's at this point that um, you see... Cordelia open her eyes. Um, and just like gently just like stroking her snout. Yeah. Um, you see her open her eyes. Uh, you feel like a huff of hot breath um, uh, out of her snout. Um, and you hear her speak. I trust them too. I can see their souls. They are good. You may trust them. She looks between the two of you first into Perseverance's eyes. You see her shining eyes look at you with kindness. Thank you, Cordelia. I can tell you must have travelled far to get to me. And I'm sure, and she looks over at Constantine, 
um, and you can't help but smile as she talks to you. And I touch my hand with my ring to my heart. I'm sure that it was a trial in itself to get here safely. Indeed it was. All of my strength at the moment is being used to stop a blizzard from approaching the mountain. I needed to do this so that we could land, but now that... Now that I am here, I think I may need to rest. If you are to go out, I must warn you to be careful. The foe that I've fought is not. Mm, you just see her struggle to stay awake. And her eyes close, and another huff of air just goes out of her mouth, and she slumps. Her wings, which were tucked against her back, sort of drop slightly, and you, you see them quiver almost as if the muscles are struggling to hold them up and slump into the water with a light splash. Cobb picks up where she left off. She's, she's been doing so much, but... I'm glad you're here. We will do our best to help in any way we can. He holds out his small, scaly hand up to you, Constantine. I hold out my hand in return. Um, you guys shake hands. You're, you feel his small, cold, scaly little hand in yours. Constantine. And he, hold, he walks over to you, Perseverance, and holds out his hand. It's a very jarring movement because you can tell that I'm just seething, but I move slowly and I do grab his hand. Perseverance. Yes. Thank you for... Cordelia said it better than I. Um, If there's anything you need, I can search the temple for supplies. This is an old... Temple and there are structures to it that only Cordelia knows. But I can certainly try if there's anything I can do for you. Just look after her while we're not here. And can you alert us in any way? If if we leave, I need to know if she's going to be come upon. I need to know when that could happen so that we can get back. Cordelia once communicated to me telepathically. And I don't know if she's strong enough to do it now, but I'm sure that... We will keep our minds open, always. That's all I can do, really. I I will... I... I just need to do something. Something needs to be done. There's been a lot of talking. And not a lot of action. Let us go to the nearest hunting grounds. Immediately. I have something in mind. Just... Follow me. I follow Perseverance. I head outside. Your feet ring out along the marble until you reach the exit of the Temple of the Stars. The great um, pillars that you walk by um, still shimmer in the dawn's light. Um, The snow crunches soft underfoot. You can see that the snow banks in front of you and the great plain that you can see maybe several hundred feet away of where you fought the day before remains untouched. You can still see um, a group of crows and 
a great vulture that comes to scare them off as uh, scavengers fight over the body of the great white wolf, you assume, Hmm. in the distance. What is the most prevalent predator on Bryn's Mount? Please make a nature check. With advantage. Both of us? Um, Tell you what. Is a nat 20. That's a nat 20? Mm -hmm. Why do you roll again then? Just Just out of curiosity, in case double nat 20. (laughs) You know it. I I won't roll then because you obviously don't need my help. Perseverance (laughs) steps out with determination and scours its mind. Um, The greatest predator on Bryn's Mount does not fly. Um, The greatest predator on Bryn's Mount are are, like a type of yeti. Um, oh, uh, sorry, the most natural. Like, pro- the most numerous. Numerous? Yeah. Um, wolves? Wolves? Bears? Uh, I wild shape into a wolf. Yeah. I would like to howl and attract as many wolves to me. Okay. I um, stand there very nervously because we've just fought a massive wolf. Yeah, as, <laughs> as, as, as you both sort of stand out uh, at the crest of the temple, Perseverance just stops lowers himself down onto all fours and uh, in a shimmer of leaves and snowfall the wind sort of brushes away um, a lot of snow and leaves until they just transform into dust leaving a uh, what what colour is the wolf? It is uh, the same colour as my skin just like this ashy kind of charcoal this sort of dark ashy charcoal wolf with two antlers sticking up from its head um, and it lifts up its head and howls uh, um, please make a persuasion roll can you use what I just rolled? Hmm? no Uh, are you looking at see if the wolf's charisma is higher (laughs) I just want to know what my charisma is Uh, what was it persuasion persuasion that that's a 12 12 you howl out into the morning sky and you can tell it's just I'm trying to attract them but there's just like a, a desperation in it yeah your howl rings a little longer as the wind blows around you, you hear no reply. Come, perseverance. Let us uh, walk into the forest to start hunting. I howl again. You howl again. Once again, you hear just the wind and snow blowing I shift back into my form just stand up abruptly again like that wind just blows leaves and I'm standing up again and uh, Constantine you've never seen me like this I'm just not looking in your direction and I'm just storming back and forth there's a tense energy to say the least there is a great unnatural life force in this forest uh, as shown by the disgusting aberration of a wolf mm. that we just came by in the last day I'm not surprised that not many animals will be responsive right now but it's what I do 
that doesn't work. What use am I? I, we, and I just start storming off towards the nearest trees. I follow you with about five feet between us. <laughs> so you slide down the snowbank and it takes you roughly 25 minutes to trudge through the snow. Um, you Are you searching specifically for anything like tracks or... I am looking for wolf tracks. Any kind of... I have wolves in mind. Wolves. Yeah. So I'm, I'm keeping my eye out for more prey type beings such as elk, deer, um, any, and the like. Rabbits even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both make a survival check. Ten. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Perseverance, your mind is awash with frustration. And I'm talking to myself and you just seem like, ugh. This doesn't come with it. Just mumbling, just yeah. mumbling like, anything. We yep. need to find these wolves. Your Constantine, your mind a little clearer, a little calmer. Um, mm. You feel a calm awash through you that seems to be emanating from your ring. Um, and you, as you guys sort of move through across the snowbank, past the field um, where you fought before, uh, you eventually reach the sparse tree line like there, there there are trees maybe um 10 feet apart from each other maybe yep. a little further there there are clearings every now and again mm-hmm. um constantine you do see a rabbit a white rabbit dart from one tree to another um do you try anything yes i cast fireball on it please make an attack roll uh, fireball ball not fireballs, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Constantine lifts up his hands <laughs> and just destroys a white rabbit. Just dead I, I can't cast fireball. We can't uh, use it now. My bad. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, you uh, see it scamper across as it... Uh, roll your damage. Uh, 12. 12. You whip your hand around in an almost like baseball-like swing and a moat of flame spits out towards it, hits this rabbit, and it barrels over and thumps against a tree. You see it unconscious and charred along its ribs. I go over to pick it up. Yeah. Um, I grab it by the head yeah. and give it a good like flip, a flick like a whip just to make sure its neck is broken and in, put it in yeah. my bag. In a, uh, a motion that you have done hundreds of times, uh, you quickly dispatch this rabbit um, put it out of its misery and put it into your pack. Yep. Um, it is quite a big hair uh, of a rabbit, and um, normally it would be at least a day or two of uh, rations for yourself. Yep. Um, I walk up to where that's just happened, and I'm just looking around, and you can see that from the walk I've calmed down a yeah. bit, and I just... as odd as it is with cloven hooves I lower myself and sit down on the mm. ground um, and I just meditate for a little bit Constantine you, you watch as he sits I, I yeah, watch around the area to kind of guard the area where he's meditating something that you've done before the yep. Constantine keeps watch as you centre yourself and stretch your mind and listen and I 
whisper to Sylvanus and just, Sylvanus, aid me when I need you and send me help. And then I whisper into the forest in Sylvan 20 animals to just come to me. You see a small fox start to approach Constantine um, and Perseverance, even though its feet make no sound across the snow, you feel with each step the impression. You, Your mind stretched out and some sort of presence you felt in your body, you suddenly felt at one with the forest. You could feel the trees sway with the wind and you could feel birds flying overhead, small creatures in the forest, the groups of rabbits that have fled since, and you feel this small red fox with white uh, furred feet start to approach very um, confidently. It walks up past you, Constantine, doesn't even look up at you, um, and sits in front of Perseverance. My eyes stay closed, but addressing you, Constantine, I just say, Iggy, don't act. I stay motionless. You freeze. Yep. <laughs> Until I say. Okay. My, my arms even aren't <laughs> by my side. They're kind of like frozen, kind of like at the ready. You even see, you see a small rabbit like run like, <laughs> just from tree to tree. Shit. <laughs> um, I try to reach out to that rabbit and I just ask again at 70, <laughs> offer me guidance and my circle, my shepherds. And again in Sylvan out, I just say, come to me. The rabbit continues on its way. Okay. Um, it, it, you, you, you reach out your mind, you try and sense it, but it's, it's difficult. The, the, the naming of another god mm. has, has even created like a slight shift in, in, in this feeling of the forest. Right. Um, and this, you just feel like a fear in this rabbit as it's darting away from okay. y- you and a fox. Okay. Um, the fox, is you, are your eyes still closed? Yeah, I'm just wait, and I'm just repeating this. I just keep saying, as I noticed that Sehanin's name didn't invoke the same response. Yeah. I just continue to pray, basically, and just Sylvanus aid me. And then I speak out into the forest, just come to me. Is there a... So as your, as your voice... I reach out and pat the fox at one point in between prayers. Okay, as you reach, your hand reaches out for the fox, as you feel its presence, you feel its head move back. And then when your hand stretches back, its head remains in the place. It sits patiently in front of you, staring at you, waiting. Your voice even rings out more... Come to me. Constantine, you see the fox's head like tilt slightly as it stares at you. As it stares at Perseverance? As it stares at Perseverance. I, I just continue. I'm just calling out to the forest to try and get as many animals to come to me as possible. This goes on for... And nothing except the fox? How long do you try for? Um, Ten minutes goes by until and I just the fox. response, just the fox. Yep. Just the fox. I open my eyes. 
Hello, little one. You speak in Sylvan? You, you see it uh, look at you, blinking, and its mouth sort of slightly open. You see its sharp teeth, its little uh, tongue panting, and you see it look slightly annoyed at you. Um, and you even see an expression that in Sylvan you read, I do not often wait. <laughs> <laughs> and you, like, it just looks at you. I, I am very sorry. I unbuckle the vole on my belt. Yeah. And I lay it down in front of him. It snaps it up heartily, healthily, flips it up and captures it in its maw and gulps it down quickly. Little one, can you... I am not small. You see it as it's like... <laughs> you. It does not say this, you do not hear words, but you read this yes. in its fur bristling around its heckles slightly. My... It seems to be apologies. quite a proud fox. What? As foxes often are in your experience. What shall I call you? It just stares at you with its eyes. I have a single request. Yeah. Can you hunt for me and for my friend? It looks between you. I'm still frozen. No. Yeah. It, <laughs> it blinks once. In, it blinks once in acknowledgement. Can you bring whatever you find to the Temple of Stars? It blinks once. Again. In affirmation. I will see you then, my proud ally. It... Um... As you know, foxes are scavengers. Mm. Um... Its head lifts up, sniffing, and it points its head and um, it seems to signal like large prey wounded and points its head will you take me? it starts moving it trots through the snow winding through the trees I stand up (laughs) Ignatius Constantine all you saw was some whispering in this language that almost sounds like the rustling of leaves and perseverance getting louder and louder and louder until he opens his eyes to a defiant fox sitting in front of him. He I can fe- feel tension. There's tension. <laughs> he feeds the fox um, and with some sort of like low movement of perseverance's body and some growls and sniffs, uh, the fox starts moving and perseverance signals you to follow. I follow behind Perseverance. You walk through the trees. Um, still keeping my eyes peeled for... Still keeping your eyes prey. peeled for yep. prey. Um, and as you make your way along for maybe half an hour, the, the sun sort of rising slightly higher in the sky, eventually, Constantine, you notice as your, your eyes are scouring the treetops that there are the tips of trees are broken, which leads your gaze down as many trees are broken and even one great tree is, is collapsed um, and leads onto a clearing where there is a great gouge through the snow and there's blood spatter. Um, and the fox leads you to this clearing and starts weaving around it, sniffing at the blood um, in the snow and moving along and you see two sets of tracks um, 
one large, heavy footprints and one much lighter, smaller feet moving alongside it. And this goes off out of the clearing, back into the forest? It leads deeper down the eastern side of, of the mountain. It's Okay, but east. going definitely downhill? Uh, slightly more like across the mountain. Okay. Um, and you can see like more different peaks uh, of the Moon Peak Range mm. um, off in the distance and seems to be meeting you, going away from the Temple of the Stars still. Okay. Uh, do I see this? Yes, you would see this too. Uh, the fox I... is sort of pointing these out for you. It's leading you between them. Can I identify what made these footprints? Of course. Nat 20. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, you're rolling hot this game. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, so you see two large clawed feet uh, of the bigger creature and... Uh, markings that seem strange to you at first, but when you manage to move around in the snow and get the right angle, you see that they are like wings that it's using to walk as well um, in certain spots. And it seems to be limping. Um, the other is definitely a set of boots. And you think from the depth at which it sinks for a person, they would stand maybe like seven feet tall as you get close down to the foot. Big boy. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit shorter, maybe like six and a half, but uh, yeah. Humanoid, mm. definitely. Right. This, whatever this is, is injured. We... Do you think this could be the creature that fought Cordelia? Uh, I'm not sure. They mentioned that it was just, that it was just one. Do you guys say this as you continue to follow the fox? Yes. yes. The fox seems to be trailing along um, this, this set of tracks blood sort of drips occasionally in the tracks you notice um, as you go and at a few points you even see gashes along trees where this great creature that was walking alongside this humanoid has fallen against it, propped itself up um, so we are following the tracks? You're following the tracks yep. um, you talk as you go Constantine, I'm sorry that you had to see me like that it's not a not a nice thing. We all I go through a... a rough patch. It is okay. It is how we work job. through it. It defines us. Yeah. It's... It's just... Again, I'm not used to having people around. People don't usually see that side of me. It is okay. Yeah. Uh, also... Uh, I don't want you to take offence from this, but can you not talk to what we're about to see? Can we just kill it and take it back? Because Cordelia needs this. This big winged creature. And the person. Kill both? Yeah. Constantine's getting, eyes are wide. Are you getting a dark feeling from this creature? I just think that these things have wrecked enough trees that I just want Cordelia to be okay. She's the new apex predator here. Now, she needs to be able to... She's back and she just needs... I don't... I can't... It's a lot of druidic training that I don't know I have time to explain. She needs her environment to reflect the strength of her, and so her environment's weakness would then reflect her own. Is that what you're saying? And we need uh, to More the inverse of that, she needs to be strong. Yes. 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 You guys follow along this fox, it eventually leads you um, to a part of the mountain that is shielded from the wind and as such, are shielded from the snow. 
and it becomes a much more rocky terrain, although still quite cold. Um, you see a mountain goat, uh, maybe 20 feet up, um, hopping along the rocks, and as you guys talk to it, come out, it turns its head down. What do you say in Sylvan? In grunts and bleats. Hello, hello, friend. I'm... Would you like to, to join us? You must, you, you would be shouting this up yeah. the mountain. Hello, friend. Would, would you like to join us? <laughs> um, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Six. Um, you see it just, like, lift its horns up in a flicking motion that you assume to be piss off mate <laughs> and it jumps up the mountain uh, could that have been food for Cordelia before it gets too far away okay it is it is roughly like 60 feet away is it fantastic uh, the spell has a range of 120 feet oh god nice. what are you doing <laughs> I would like to cast erupting earth underneath it erupting earth third level spell Oh shit. Holy shit. I don't want this thing to suffer, I just want it to die. What does it, what, can you please describe I what erupting sure earth does? freaking can. That sounds terrifying. Oh my god. It is. I, you know, I know most of the spells in this game. I don't know what erupting earth does. Wow. Choose a point you can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts oh, in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Additionally, the ground in the area becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Okay. This, uh, so DC. please roll your damage. What's the DC? 14. 14? Or you still roll damage regardless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 28. So as you plant your feet and twirl your arms around the air and your hooves dig into the ground, um, there is a into the ground to cast it. There is a rumble in the rock. The goat like looks around with a surprise, which is like, (laughs) you what? And the earth just shatters beneath it. A great crack goes up the side of the mountain and rubble and rocks pour off the side of the mountain and this goat just tumbles and it shoots off of the mountain and falls with great clatter and crumple until it lies lifeless um, near maybe 20 feet from where you are. I look over at the fox and just say, don't worry friend, you're safe. It looks, it tilts its head unnerved, (laughs) not unnerved, sorry, like with not not a bother it hops over the goat i i pick up the goat and sling it over my shoulder <laughs> it is heavy thank yep. you make a strength <laughs> check okay oh no um that's a four a beast of this size takes hours to butcher and is heavier than you are i cast reduce on it okay you move your hands in motion you mutter in draconic under your breath yep. and the goat shrinks to half its size to about the size of a kid uh, a young goat but it shrinks now I fling it over my shoulder easily it flings it you, you toss it over your shoulder that's a cool Amazing. trick the fox leads <laughs> really you on handy. <laughs> the fox leads you on for another 15 minutes sort of through a precarious winding uh, mountainside until eventually you get to a small cave the Surrounding seems damp, like, even though it's sheltered from the snow, like, some of the 
the wind has blown some of the sm- snow melt around and it's quite humid. You, you notice the sky overhead has become very overcast mm. and the wind starts to pick up to a howl. The fox points and it lifts up a paw even and with a cocky grin mm-hmm. turns to perseverance and starts to trot away in a manner that you could only read as all yours. Thank you. It, it doesn't even look back for the thanks as it scampers off. What did the fox say to you? <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> oh, do I even <laughs> lead that in? Just because oh of that, God. I cast Thorn Whip no. on the <laughs> No, I want to no. kill it. <laughs> keep it. That, that, keep that it was supposed in. to be out of the world. Oh, yeah. that is out so of character. Amazing. I'm super tempted to fucking kill the fox. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're outside of this cave. Um, what do you do? You can hear the howling of the wind. Um, you feel the temperature has dropped over the course of this journey significantly. To where you, you do feel the cold start to bite at you slightly. Do you think the blizzard is starting to come back? Uh, I'll check. I quickly just spin my hand and some of the snow comes around mm. onto my palm as I cast Druidcraft to mm. see how the weather's going to be for the next 24 hours. As the snow coalesces into an orb in your hands, um, it, with a moment of magical clarity, becomes clear, like a clear orb, and you can see in it just a torrent of a blizzard, mm-hmm. just snowstorm. You check as you spin it, searching the next day's weather, you see that the blizzard does not let up. We're in for a difficult time. We should get back to the temple as soon as we can with mm-hmm. whatever food we can find in here for Cordelia. I agree. I walk into the cave. I am right next to you. <laughs> so, at this point, oh shit, <laughs> a new player joins us at the table. Apollo the Sky Knight. It is your turn. That was chapter five of the Moon Peak Pilgrimage. You had Luke Mason as Constantine, the Draconic Sorcerer, and Jack Fisher as Perseverance, the Shepherd Druid. Next week, you shall have Millie Holton returning as the Sky Knight Apollo. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends about the show, and get in contact with us. The website is www.fateandfables.com and you can send us a raven through there. Or you can contact us over at Twitter. Our handle is at Fate and Fables. That was such a fun episode to record. Uh, the players Jack and Luke had no idea that Millie was going to be the adversary they were hunting down. So I'll play the little bit of raw audio after this so you can hear it. Well, it's a brilliant episode in store for next week. But that's all for now. My name is Matthew Jackson and this was fate and fables. Oh my god. Okay, wait here. Don't, 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 don't. Oh fuck. Hey Millie! No! Hey Millie, no! get in here! Oh, it's, it's a fucking... miniature. Oh shit. No, it's Apollo. Is it? Oh it's fuck. Fucking Apollo. Apollo. Oh, fuck you. <gasps> fuck you. Your character doesn't oh, fuck know you. No. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack is dying. <laughs> Perseverance is gonna kill you.